Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boost every single day. Rudo, AJ, and Evan coming to you after a hockey game where the Avs beat the Dallas Stars so bad they decided they had to sign Jason Robertson. Uh which apparently just happened. So neat. The actual score was only two to one uh, and the Avs waited until the last 10 minutes of the game to actually do any of their scoring. With that being said, I wouldn't go so far as to say that this was a game that looked like the teams cared about, but it was a game that was at least worth watching. Man, that's about as fun as preseason hockey going to get. Yep. (laughs) That's true. End the show. There's nothing else to say. Uh, yeah, got our um, clip done. <laughs> it was it was at least fun to watch. You saw all of the Evs. Honestly, depending on JT Comfer's health, more or less saw the starting lineup in tonight's game. As far as the mm-hmm. Avs are concerned, so not much more than that you can ask for there. Um, I, I don't know. I'll leave it to you guys on, on initial standouts. I think we all kind of have the same guy. It's Ben Meyer. Some we wanted to see something, someone, something from. And uh, I thought he started a little slow, but really cranked it up as the game went on. And maybe a lot of that had to do with being in his natural position. Yeah. Got to play center up on the third line. And yeah, I mean, we talked about it the other day, right? Sure. That yeah. um, that that O'Connor and Cogliano was going to be their real third line, and with the uncertainty surrounding Helm, Myers, Comfer, one of those guys could be in the middle of those guys uh, while they try and figure out all the health stuff uh, at the start of the season. Myers got put in there tonight, and my, I mean, I I don't know what's going on with JT Comfer in terms of how serious any of this is, but I'd probably just have Ben Ben Myers on that line. To start the year, that that speed like that. and yeah. the speed between all three of them looked good, and there was a little bit of playmaking. It was all it was all good. I liked I liked everything that we saw. Um, if ultimately if Comfer ends up there, it's also fine. But um, this this version of the Ben Myers is the one that we've just waited for. Yeah, and worth the wait. This was this is the guy that gives you the hope that oh hey we've got a we did get an NHL player out of this guy, not, uh, well, maybe a hopeful, or maybe we'll see how this goes. You know, this was, this is a lot more of what we saw this kid at the end of the last season. 
and you know, I, it almost makes me wonder were there conversations behind the scenes where he knew he had a spot locked down and like every other person with a spot locked down in preseason, maybe those first handful of preseason games, he's going 60%, mm-hmm. 70%. Certainly possible. We've, we've fully expected him to make this roster uh, and only opened the conversation about him maybe not making it when he just played so poorly. Yep. Um, but even then, I mean, it's, We've, we've expected him to be part of the roster. Tonight was a good example as to why. It looked To me, it looked good. I, I really... The work that he did on the game-tying goal was really good, really effective, and it was really just a continuation of what we saw most of the night from him. He wanted the puck on his stick tonight. That's what you want to see. Yep, some confidence there for sure. Could have see... easily had three points. Yeah. I could see Comfort on that line, but I don't think he's replacing Myers. I think he's replacing Cogliano, and then they just kind of, which may or may not be a good thing because you kind of see what Myers is at center, but a coach is always going to want that safety valve, somebody who can right roll in there. But You don't think he'd put Comfort over LOC? Um, I mean, he could because he does love the righty-lefty yeah. thing as far as getting a right-handed shot on that fourth line, but I don't know. I think he'd rather play LC on the third line than Cogliano. Okay. I mean, replace one of the two, and it feels a little bit better, right? You'd like a touch more finishing on that line. Yeah, I mean, certainly you feel like the actual goal-scoring ability is going to go up if you replace a Cogliano with a Comper. Yeah, uh, and you have an LOC Myers and Comfort trio. Like you're like, hey, it's it's kind of the same same basic concept, except two of the guys are right-handed, and you expect that all of those guys have a little bit better finishing ability than Cogliano does at this point in his career. Weird to say for a guy that has a bunch of twenty goal seasons. <laughs> yeah, it's not uh, it's not quite like it was anymore though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you watch you watch Cogs with the puck, and like I remember, like vividly remember, prime Andrew Cogliano. Like he was one of those guys that I always really enjoyed watching, and it is it does still kind of weird me out sometimes to watch him and just like my brain is just like this guy's just a souped up Gabe Bullock at this point <laughs> in his career, uh, and like this is a dude who had who's had such a good career. That it is, it is weird. I feel that way. Time comes for us all. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's let's go over the goals before we dig too much into specific players in this game. First one goes to the Dallas Stars pretty early on in the second period. Uh, pretty blatant miscommunication between the D and Alex Newhook on a on a back check where things just fell apart very very quickly. I think I just had that on Newhook, honestly. Just. I did too. Took a guy that was covered. So I did too initially, but I went back and watched it and I'll have it in my review too. Gerard and EJ both take the same guy. So there's just a dude on the wing wide open. So new hooks guy is the guy that ultimately scored. He's got to be the guy watching the trailer there, but there was another dude wide open because Gerard and EJ didn't communicate either. So is what it is. Not a big deal. Outside of that, 
Georgia and that stuff, let's break. be real. That stuff is going to happen with both a defense that is oh, yeah. going to be in flux for a little while just because they're trying to figure out ideal pairings. And these guys are going to be playing with a lot of different partners for the first few months of the season. Uh, but also, Alex Newhook finding his way as a center. Yep. Like, the spotlight is on. He's going to have to do it. Uh, he's going to have to do it defensively at a much higher level than they asked of him last year. And as long as he's in the middle of the ice, he's got to handle that part of it. That, that That's going to be a really big part of his success this year. I think it's a relatively easy fix, too, because the effort was there to get back. It's just a matter of, oh, yeah, cover that guy, not this guy. Just, just got to clean it trailer. up. Yep. Not a big deal. Uh, beyond that, Georgia, that's the only goal of the game he gave up. Honestly, outside of playing the puck, I thought he looked great. Did not give up many rebounds on that side of things. Just stay in the crease, bud. He he did look a little shaky on the, uh, I think it was the Sagan wraparound attempt right at the buzzer. He looked like he just didn't expect that, and he got over there at the last second. But otherwise, I mean, I totally, I'm with you, man. It's funny, we saw we saw Georgiev and Francos both have really rough performances. And then respond with really good uh, outings where you're like, that's why everybody's pretty comfortable with this overall. I think it, I, I really liked what I saw from him tonight. At times it looked like he was a little stiff, like, which is what I anticipate seeing for a little while because he's learning from a new goaltending coach that he's maybe it's not completely natural to him at the moment, mm-hmm. but you know, you can see everything that the Avs were interested in, and it's going to be a work in progress. But you know, you have to trust the goaltending coach, and Avs defense is certainly going to, you know, make it a lot easy for this guy. Yeah, I mean, look at the shots after the first period, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you could really see uh, they gave up 18 in the first period, and the Avs gave up yep. 15 shots the rest of the way. Like, and, and it, it was, was loose as hell in the first period where you're just yeah, like, it, was, it feels like the Avs should be dominating this period, but Dallas didn't have to work hard at all for any of their chances. They would just skate down and get shots on goal. And then the rest of the game, you're like, this is the Avs, uh, this is the Avalanche defense that we're more or less expecting is it, they just had to work for it and it wasn't a lot of quality. And there's no big surprise, right? Like the Avs top line to this point, had one game played this preseason between the three of them. So, yeah, <laughs> it's not a no big surprise. And there's no point in reading into any of the sloppiness from this game. Obviously, things weren't clicking because this was the first game for McKinnon. I think was it the first game for Rantanen. Yeah, I think so. No, he second game. Second. Did he play? Okay, so him and Lecky yeah. both played the other night. So their yeah. second game for them. A bunch Most of dudes of who are getting fired up again. Most of them had two games. Most. Yeah. But still, none of people playing with different lines, people playing with different people that whole time. It's Yeah, absolutely, man. But they they really did lock it down. This is actually the first game I've looked at fancy stats seriously. And it's not it's not close in the second half of it. Really beyond the first period, just in terms of quality, the Avs at five V five, ten to two in high danger scoring chances. Uh, 18 to 11 in scoring chances in general, and 22 to 10 in uh, shots at 5v5. Pretty so, good. 
Yeah, I mean, of course, you'd love to see your power play score a little bit more, but we also yeah. know, like, seriously, anybody complaining about a power play in a preseason needs to chill the fuck out. Well, I compare tonight's PP1 to the rest of this preseason's PP1, and you're just like, oh, that's pretty good, huh? So, like, dude, if you watched it, there were there were multiple really good opportunities. Some things where you're just like, this is a timing thing. It's obvious that this they just haven't done this. Uh, and... Like it's preseason, man. It's also a different setup. It's different without Landy there. It is slightly different because he's a better yeah. puck handler than the other two that are out there. But I, I doubt this group has packed as much at all together because Nuke hasn't even been healthy. Yeah, it's since we're in the room. Feelings on three D PP. I, I have no strong feeling. One that, that's how I feel really, about it. That yawns your feeling. Okay. We all right. we all know the second unit gets like thirty seconds, so it's like well. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of an odd setup just because they've got Gerard on the half wall. Yeah. And on one hand, the game winning goal is exactly the kind <laughs> yep. of play that a guy makes from the half wall, where you're like, it makes perfect sense for him to be in that spot. Uh, but it's also like he's no threat to shoot that. Yeah, puck. That in a PP scenario, the other teams just don't respect them at all, right? right. So. They're like, "Oh, you're gonna walk in and shoot? We will take that chance." I just think the simple swap of Byram and Gerard have Byram on low down on that on that half wall, where he's a little bit more of a threat to shoot it. I'm dude. I'm fine with it. Whatever. <laughs> I'm not going to feel strongly about this. Uh, uh, it's just, we don't even know if this is going to carry over. Uh, and I, I don't need to go. I don't need to go on a, a, a thing about, Oh, Hey, how many times do we have to talk about what the numbers say? The more defensemen you have on a power play, the worse it is. Just statistically. Yeah. It's just, just how it goes. Uh, <laughs> but it's PP two. You know, this is not like Nashville slamming their head against the wall for five years running up 2D PP1 and just trying to force that thing. No, this is fine. It's more more interesting than anything else, I think. Look, if you're trying to get more meat on your sausage, Hassle Cattle Company. (laughs) We just need the clip to be Evan's face. That was so good. Hassle Cattle Company is back with the NVR. They're going to have the sausages down at the Broncos tailgate tomorrow, so be sure to go check that out. But they have a bunch of amazing meats ranging from their Wagyu burger down to, you know, I'm pretty sure you can buy like a full rotisserie chicken from them if you really want. So go check them out today. Be sure to get in on it with Hassle. They have ridiculous stuff. Like I said, you got to check it out. They're genuinely some of the best meat I've ever had. So you can get 20% off when you use code DNVR20 with your purchase. Head on over to HassleCattleCompany.com to get your bag of beef. Also brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. What better to have some meat with than a beer? Uh, You can go to BreckBrew.com for more info and them. Find uh, their local beers with the Breck Beer Locator and, you know, check out the Hoot Nanny, their farmhouse down in Littleton. It's amazing. Second period of the DNVR 
Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. $2 from Kevin saying what a great third period. Moose is loose. I mean, let's get into the two goals. You, AJ, you mentioned the, the great work from Ben Myers to set up the first goal. Logan O'Connor gets rewarded on a meme goal. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much, man. <laughs> this is a weird goal to go in on Kadobin. Like, what is he doing? <laughs> it's total nonsense. <laughs> yeah, it, I, he goes for a poke check and it bounces up and over him. I don't know. Super weird. Not a, not a whole lot to say about that one. No, it uh, was it really was great work by Myers though. Like one winning the battle along the boards, and then two, it's just we talked about the confidence. Don't dump it in. Like make a play. Mm-hmm. And he held onto it for an extra second. He got around the defender and he got it to O'Connor. Yeah, and made a competitive there, play with it, man. It's a great from, point. From there it was a meme. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So look. It's the good hard work you want to see out of your bottom six guys. And if crazy stuff happens, great. Take it. Um, The other goal, kind of a weird setup to this. Kudobin really probably should have covered that puck, but it stayed loose in front for a handful of seconds and eventually came back out. And then the setup with Taves Gerard over to Miko and the finish. (laughs) Why did they take – I don't understand why they took Wedgwood out, I guess – I don't know what the point of giving a goalie 20 minutes in a game is when it's, I don't know. Dude, beat the boring goalies. It's just a thing, man. (laughs) Yeah, I guess it is. But that goal, like, if you watch that thing, Lekkonen is doing exactly what he's going to do all year long. And and what he did in the second period when he went to the net. Like, he is just going to cause chaos in front of the net. And (laughs) it's going to be, I'm going to love watching it. Thank you for the $2, Ron. Look. This is what preseason does to a man, okay? Get some haircut. <laughs> you just had to get through that, put it behind us, move on. Uh, yeah, but but genuinely, it it's funny how... AJ, you made the perfect tweet about this, where you're like, where you were like, Miko's the best family member because he's a total mess until they need to win. And then guy is, well, a, guy is a total shit show, right? <laughs> like over and over and over. Like you see him and you're like, oh hey, how are you, Miko? How's life? And the answer is either going to be I won the lottery and I and I'm doing all this cool shit, or it's going to be. You know, I stubbed my toe uh, going walking to my car, and then I fell face first into the windshield, which shattered, and now I'm paralyzed. And, you know, like, it's like only extremes with the guy. But you love him to death because he's always there for you in those big moments. He's always there to help lift you up when you need it most. But it, but getting there sometimes is just an absolute disaster. <laughs> The power play shift when I think Makar skated his ass off to keep the puck in. They pass it to Miko and he just fumbles. <laughs> you can hear Nate. You can hear Nate go. Oh, <laughs> he he fumbles it twice because he drops it off to Miko in the half on. It goes right through Miko's legs, and then he picks it up and skates up the zone and then just flings the thing backwards. Like I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and then so, he just yeah. perfect shot yep. on the goal. You can't just, put it in a better spot. And it's just, all right, well, just decides to win is. the game. 
90 plus points. He he seriously looks like uh he looks like uh baby Bambi at the beginning of that movie when he's slipping around on the ice and <laughs> just doesn't know what he's doing. And then at the end you're just like I, I, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> you don't have to get it. It just has to keep working. I mean, it's just how Miko rolls. Like, you <laughs> yep. watch him do all kinds of silly shit over and over and over. And then, like, we've been talking about this for a year. I mean, it was our talking point all of last year. He looked brutal and finished and would finish the night with a goal and two primary assists. And you're just like, okay, me, man. Yeah. What, what, what ever? <laughs> it's just, it's just his existence. He just he just fails upward better than anybody. It's tremendous. <laughs> Moving on from from Miko, AJ, you kind of already mentioned the top end of the Avs lineup looking very very good. Uh, New Hook and Erod together. <laughs> it, it, is Erod gonna drive me crazy? Is Erod Matt Nieto thinking the same thing? He's gonna. <laughs> he does a lot of things that you're like, what? Why <laughs> do that? Like a, he made a sweet play along the boards, and there's just like a spinning blind backhand pass <laughs> in the middle that leads to a two-on-one. You're like, what? I uh, I tweeted at somebody tonight. I think he's going to end up being one of the most polarizing players uh, for the Avs this year because he does. He will do things where you're like, yeah, this is cool. He's vibing. Yeah, look at him go. And then what? what you do i i just don't under yeah where you're just okay now we're in this room where it has turned over and now he's back checking and he does that great so that's okay cool but he is he is setting up to be a very polarizing guy yep and again we talked about uh you know can he how consistently will he finish you saw it like what, like four minutes into the game, something like that. He gets a clean Not breakaway. Even, yeah, doesn't do Stuff anything with right it. Into just... the blocker. Yeah, yeah. nice is nice save. Like I don't, it was. I don't mean to, uh, I don't mean to bag on it and be like, oh, either one was, of him. He was terrible. It was a good attempt. Just made a nice save. Neither of him or Newhook really wanted to shoot the puck tonight. No one. They're all looking yeah. for the puck. Nobody. Uh, yeah. The, the guy who was looking to shoot was Nuke, and he he looked like a guy who hadn't played all preseason kept fanning hand. on the puck yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looked yeah. awesome other than his hands yeah genuinely put himself in great spots consistently just <laughs> wasn't quite connecting we'll put it that way but but yeah all night basically the abs you could you got the feelings like oh they're they're looking for the perfect play they're not settling for a decent opportunity worked out so also, it's the preseason, so who cares? But you definitely don't want to see them develop that bad habit. We see it happen often with good teams where it's sometimes they make things harder than it has to be. Yeah, and I think you hope with New Hook that it he, he gets a little bit more selfish as the year goes on. He's more comfortable in that position, and he understands that maybe Erod's going to be a guy that's looking to distribute a little bit more because you don't want too much overpassing on that line. Both those guys need to sack up, shoot a little bit more. 
they each they each they each have some good opportunities just to shoot the fucking thing. Uh especially New Hook, like when you're right there. Getting that front like, grade A. Yeah, yeah. I mean you're you're four feet from the goaltender, you got a little open lane there. Whoa, bro. I understand that that's an empty it's an empty net if you can make that pass because the goaltender is out challenging you, but my goodness, my man. You've scored a lot of goals in your life up to this point. Just shoot it. You got you got that in the bag. You would hope so. Um But ult- yeah. ultimately, like those three were fun. Oh, I totally, really totally. I really liked those three together. Uh and I I'm I'm gonna go ahead and, and just continue to advocate Lekin in to play wherever ranted in place. The Finns together? Yeah. Just to make Miko happy. Are they the are they the fun fins? Is that where we're going with this? Pinky and the brain. Sure, man. <laughs> Ren and Stimpy. Nico's yep. definitely pinky, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, dude. Come on. <laughs> All right. Uh, Although yeah, it's that... weird to think that Arturi Lekkinen is sitting there trying to plot how to take over the world on a <laughs> daily basis. <laughs> Seems a little out of character. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, going through the the rest of the lineup, we'll get to the, the bottom line in a second. But looking at the defense, uh, no real complaints. You saw everyone kind of doing the things you'd like to see them do. Devontae is still a defensive savant. Uh, Sam Gerrard looks much, much better than anything we saw out of him last year, if I'll be honest. Kale McCarr is Kale McCarr. And even the even the bottom pairing, you saw Manson try to blow a guy up. You saw EJ make a couple sliding plays. So uh, Jared Bedner's standouts from tonight. Anybody not see Jesse's tweet just now? I haven't. Ben Myers and Anton Bleed. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh, really? Like obviously Ben Myers, but I, I mean, dude, at least at, at least we knew one of Bleed or Sedlak was going to be the guy. I, I mean, I, sure. yeah, but the, on his first shift of the night, Bleed just yeets his stick out of his hands with the puck on it in the neutral zone. Like, I don't know. I, I would love to have five minutes with Jared Bednar and just pick his brain about Anton Bleed. He's a loud player. <laughs> what, yeah, what does that mean? I did see, I did see when he... Uh, when he rolled in along the wall and Cout was attacking the puck, uh, Cout goes in, forces the guy to, to to move it and hits him, and then Bleed just flies at the dude that he moves the puck to, smokes that guy, and they both fall down. And I was like, "That's what he means by loud player." He just <laughs> hit that guy way harder than Cout did, but Cout is actually on his feet, going back and involved in the defensive aspect of this play. I haven't seen Bleed in twenty seconds. Yeah, but it was. I mean, that's the the bleed thing. I just don't get. But uh, this is gonna be this is gonna be one of those things where he shows up in the regular season, and we're like, oh, okay. Like it's either it's either gonna make total sense, uh, like Nuchushkin eventually did, or it's just gonna be a mess. Because I, I'm old enough to remember Nuchushkin not having a very good training camp or preseason either. And it took him. It took him like a couple of weeks for him to actually start yeah. to look he like, to... "Hey, there's something happening here." Even though he still didn't score for another two months. Then he went from a mess to something happening to ending Duncan Keith's career. 
I think um, he, if you look at Bleed's fancy stats, like his analytics through the, the preseason, he's like near the top of the forwards, which I don't think he's – obviously I don't think he's the one driving a lot of that, but I think he just does a lot of things that maybe the staff is just like a – it's a safe guy on the fourth line. Um, I think he plays with a little bit more energy than Cout does, and maybe they just like that. I don't know. I don't see it. I see very little puck skill, but they are probably just not looking for that. Yeah, I mean, you know, chat says he's this season's knack, and I just don't. I, I mean, knack could do yeah, some things on offense he when he got the puck. Least, yeah. yeah, guy had eleven goals last year. Do any of us, any I of will, us, think that Anton bleeds scores ten? I will eat the hat that AJ is wearing if Anton Bleed scores ten goals this year. This is my only Nord's hat, so Can we <laughs> don't worry. I think it's somebody safe. else's hat. I don't think Anton Bleed has ten goals in his NHL career to this point. So I, I am going to enjoy making a lot of Bleed tweets not. this the season if he's on the team. Anton Bleed has four goals in seventy NHL games. Bro. <sighs> All right, whatever. Whatever, whatever, whatever. You don't whatever. remember if he's here in January or February, then we'll talk. You don't remember the start of the season. Like, does anyone yeah. remember Sample Rantel playing 10 games last year? Yeah, I do because it made no sense whatsoever. Exactly, and, and, but by the end of the year, you're like, huh? That was this year? Like t- the start of the season's always just like weird. You're just like, well, that happened. I mean, it's the only time that they seem willing to let it, let it fly and just try stuff. Yep. But unfortunately, like their try stuff includes like... Yeah, that that's the fear, is trying stuff as Anton Bleed and not Martin Cout, not Shane Bowers. Like, Yeah, I mean, like not any of the guys that, who have never been and, you know, never been given that kind of opportunity, but... Whatever, I really don't want to go down this road again. Yep. This is this is just can... this this is just written. This this is literally every single year where we're on here and we're like, ah, which veteran guy is it going to be? And then we watch everything unfold and we're like, oh, maybe this guy, maybe this guy pushes for it. This guy's been terrible though. The guy that's been terrible, he's going to make it every time. That's that's the guy that you single out. Um, well. Love that the guy. News, the good news is, if, if Bleed is going to prove us wrong, I bet you would get great odds on DraftKings Sportsbook to pick him as a goal scorer. So maybe you can make a little bit of money. Definitely one of those plus five thousand yeah. anytime goal scorer options. Yep. Now we're we're talking all this shit, and he's going to be the first goal of the season, <laughs> like Jack up, Johnson. Old Jack Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Maybe if, I'm putting I'm putting money now on Anton yeah. Bleed scoring the first goal of the year for the Avs. Yeah, maybe if both defensemen go ass over ankles on the blue line, <laughs> and he just gets a random breakaway. We'll see. Sick move though. At least he finished that shit. You hear me, Evan Rodriguez. <laughs> so head on over to DraftKings. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account right now when you bet $5 with a new account on any NFL team to win their next game. If you get it right, you get $200 in free bets. So jump on that, take the 200 put it on Bleed scoring at a goal, put it on McKinnon scoring a goal, put it on the Avs to repeat if you want. Uh, but by the way, did you see Money Puck put uh, Calgary slightly over the Avs on the odds to win the Cup? 
the Athletic had the Avs at three. It's interesting. Interesting storylines out there, I'm just saying. But go to DraftKings, download their app now. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Of course, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And then when you make a little bit of extra cash and you want to go catch an Avs game, go use the link down in the description of this video. Use game time. Get in there. Get some of the best tickets out there for the best prices. You can get up to 60% off through game time. I saw for the Broncos game tomorrow, someone got bron- good Broncos tickets for just 72 bucks, which I know sounds expensive, but for the Broncos, that's a really good deal. So you got to go check it out. Getting in that building for 70 bucks is just fine. There you go. There's the link down in the description. You click that, you get your tickets through game time. It helps us out a little bit too. If you use the link. So be sure to jump in on that and download the game time app. You do that, and then eventually we'll get enough uh, We'll get enough link clicks, we'll get a promo code of our own, and it'll be really easy to do. Yeah, and then we can tell you guys use code DNVR20 or whatever instead of mm-hmm. having to go through clicking a link. Uh, anyway, third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Gosh, we were already on the third period. We are already on the third period. Oh, We're 33 flies. minutes into oh, this so podcast. Talk about. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Briggsy's brother tomorrow having surgery. So there you go. Wanted uh send wanted good vibes. Yeah. Send the good vibes. So the community will do that. We will send the good vibes to Briggsy's brother. No doubt about it. Donating a kidney. Uh and as a person oh. who only has one kidney, your brother is out there saving lives. Because if I was ever in need, you know, I would need somebody like that to step up. Otherwise, later. Well, there it is. Uh, mm-hmm. Back to the hockey game. I don't know. I mean, do you want to have the Aaron Judge Shohei Otani MVP debate? Oh, it's it's Shohei. It's not even a debate. Really? Yeah. Uh, Evan, you got feelings? I do not care. <laughs> and I'm not a. Uh... I. This is one of those, this is why I love Rudo moments, because he's 100% correct. Like, all respect to Judge and the home run chase and what he's done has been awesome. And I know that it goes, it extends well beyond him just hitting home runs. But what the hell? Shohei is like, like, you can't even create this player in MLB The Show. Right. Like, you can't even do it. Shohei hit 34 home runs, was it? And prevented how many on the mound? Like, well, and he, like, his last, like, 12 starts, he has, he has, like, a sub two ERA. Yeah, it's he's like insane. right around two. He's insane. And he struck out, like, like one and a half batters per inning. Years. What the fuck ever, dude? <laughs> like, the, the two way ability just has never been seen before. Yep. Like, like, imagine, imagine if this was in, in football, if this dude was playing cornerback and wide receiver, scoring two touchdowns a game and having a pick a game, <laughs> and and yeah, and was a top five wide receiver or a top five quarterback and a top ten wide receiver, like what the shit, dude? <laughs> it's crazy what he's doing, uh, and and getting overlooked one because the Angels are just an embarrassment of a franchise, uh, and everybody gives the Rockies shit, but it's like. 
The Rockies aren't out here wasting the all Angels time. Might have rates. the two best players in the world on their team. <laughs> Seriously, good lord, dude. Anyway, uh, Evan Evan really does not have turning it turn it down a notch. Two do other that. things I wanted to talk about from this game. One, Martin Kaut felt like he kind of disappeared at times. This game did take a nut shot. To be fair, that's. That was a pretty good metaphor for his abs career. That's literally what I tweeted. <laughs> nice. It's, we uh, vibing tonight. <laughs> uh, one of the last games I was on the press box last year, I think it was the game he got hurt in. I sat next to a scout who said, you could watch an entire game and know that Martin Cal- you wouldn't know that Martin Cal played most of those games. And that's kind of what you saw tonight. Like, he was just there. He existed. Um... And that if, if you're going to put him in that role, I think especially is what you're I – don't, I don't think you're going to get a ton from him. But he was very quiet tonight. And the other thing is he – his short his shifts are so short because he just gets exhausted after 20 or 30 seconds. And I don't know. He can go hard for a little while and then he gets off. But I think tonight was, you know, not the best showing. Tonight, tonight was a lot more of your the best thing that you have to say about him is that he didn't do anything bad. Yeah, he didn't he didn't hurt you. Yep. And it's just yep. like that's it's just not good enough, and man. Without dipping too far into the conversation, it's the same thing that Anton Bleed's going to give you, right? And he didn't do anything to separate himself. Yeah, and I guess I guess the uh, I don't know, man. I guess I. <laughs> I guess the appeal of bleed is that he'll hit somebody harder. Because I—that's all I've seen out of Anton Bleed all preseason. I, I still think the that whole he's thing cost you goals with his turnovers, but we'll see when we get there. Uh, it does sound like Comfort's going to be. Yeah, ready. yeah, yeah. I saw wow. that too. So you're really talking about two spots. So it's very likely going to be Myers and Bleed as the 11th and 12th forward for opening night. Um. Beyond that, the one other thing I did want to touch on, we saw Nathan McKinnon with an ice bag in the game tonight. It looks like he was uh, putting it on his wrist or hand. One, are we actually concerned about that? And two, can we stop trying to chop people's hands off in the preseason? No. (laughs) (laughs) These guys are doing whatever they got to do to make the team, but... (laughs) When I as soon as they saw showed him on the bench icing, I was like, well, they're gonna just take him out. Just just say you don't need this, but he came back angrier than ever. Yeah. <laughs> he just tackled that dude in the corner. She's like he doesn't know any other way. And then he was I mean, then he was on fire the rest Literally of the Literally just like, he was walking through people at will. Yeah. So I mean that's just who he is at this point. He, he is who he is and he's not gonna stop. Like he he knows one way to play. Yeah, he's a petulant ass kicker. <laughs> he can be a little bit of a baby at times, but he channels that into being the baddest MFer on the ice. Like a thorough domination of his opposition more often than not. Yeah. Fair enough. It's it, look. It certainly put to rest any doubts about Nathan McKinnon getting the bag or coming off of a cup win. 
dude's still a psychopath. I, I love all this, like, I don't remember which one of it. It was probably Biz, just because it usually is. But was talking about, oh, how he's weighed down by all the extra money now. And I'm just like, look, I know that I'm a, I know I'm this guy far too often, but that contract hasn't started. <laughs> he's not making that money yet. <laughs> he doesn't get that big, big check until July 1st of next year. I know details and all, but good God. <laughs> We're going to get paid to talk about hockey. Can we pretend to know a thing or two? Can they just not? shout over each other for the whole intermission report at least dude the cadre interview was so good and every other part of it it was brutal anyway very good it's just not for me same um i will just say that market it's just not for me um if there are people out there that really enjoy it cool whatever please don't koharski didn't show up talk about (laughs) inner interference Dude, if he was there for a preseason game, God. I'd challenge that. <laughs> Go away, Don. I mean, if he if they want to do that, at least like bring on someone that isn't like the most obvious shill for the referees of all time. Yeah, I mean, just be who he is. Like, have somebody dress them. He's wearing like oversized suits last year. <laughs> Like, what are you doing, man? You're going to be on national TV. Look, man, maybe he just likes a baggy fit, all right? Some of us out there just like that fit. Maybe. Although, recently, I have started to purchase clothes that are actually my size, and it is a lot more comfortable. It's weird. Uh, speaking of, DNVR's got new hoodies. Dude, they're sick, too. I'm, I am I ordered one immediately. I was like, yep, need that. <laughs> They are so good. So there's three new hoodies out there. I know I've heard this a lot, and I was one of these people too. We used to only have camo hoodies. Now we have a couple that are in clean black. So yeah, that's your style. Go check out the new hoodies. The like tie-dye one with knucks on it. Oh, oh yeah. there they are. Look at that. Big fan. I, I bring this up because these are loose fit. Our, our old hoodies were athletic fit. These ones are a bit, a bit baggier if you're into that. So go check them out. Go get yourself some dope hoodies over at the shop. Uh, DNBRlocker.com. Yeah, I, I, this is it. We're technically still like six days away from the Avs regular season starting, but the preseason is over. So expecting. Ruto, yeah. Did you see that there is next week free overcooked DLC? Is there really? Yeah. Boy. Ten new levels. Right at the start of the season. Yeah, that's not great. (laughs) We'll make it work. That game almost caused a divorce in my family. (laughs) (laughs) See, it's funny because I fully expected it to push Z and I to our limits, but it really didn't. She mostly just got mad at her controller, and I was just like, okay. (laughs) You're you're very calm in that game. It's true. Yeah. I'm not ragey at all. Get the dishes. <laughs> I mean, there, I will get bossy at times when I'm like, okay, hey. Yeah, but you're just like, you just tell me what to do. You're not like, don't fuck this up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's not a lot of, I don't get very ragey with that game. Um, I don't know why. It's, it's 
the zen comes out hard where I'm just like, this is the best. In path. the zone. <laughs> anyway. Uh, that's pre-season for you. Yeah. And it's going to be a boring couple of days for the Avs because they're yeah. not doing anything for I'm, two days. I'm yep. hoping they announce cuts tomorrow, but they might not until the weekend. Like, doesn't sound like they're going to. No, instead we have an altitude announcing their streaming service in the morning. Sure do. Cool. So that is what it is. Uh, any other final thoughts on preseason from either of you? Man, I this is this has been the hardest preseason it's to sit through, coming off the cup win and with the roster certainty in place. Yeah, there's just like it's it's crazy because like we walked in like, oh, who's the two C? Who's the two C? And then they signed Rodriguez, and it's just been new hook. Like, the whole time. <laughs> where it was just like, well, that wasn't very dramatic. Yeah. There, there were a lot of people at that game tonight. I was, for yeah. at least yeah. TV, it looked like it for a preseason game. And they were kind of into it. Like, especially when Miko was fumbling the puck in the third period, there was a lot of growth. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I think Wednesday next week is going to be out of control. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a wild one. Be sure to tune into our stuff for that with the banner raising. Of course, we'll have you fully covered pregame, watch along, post game, the whole nine. So, be sure to check us in for that. Be sure to tune in tomorrow for the normal pod, same as Friday. Uh, we also have our division predictions coming out currently. The full Eastern Conference is out already, and the yes. Western Conference is coming over the next two days. So, check those out right here on YouTube. Also, be sure to like and subscribe. That helps us out a ton over on YouTube. Yeah, I guess that's it. Uh, we love all of you. We will talk to you tomorrow. And until then, we'll see you next time.